0: Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Athens, Georgia based musician and engineer Killa Hines. He opened up about his collaboration with Italian drummer Francesca Remigi on their new 2022 CD, Empowered Kime. His music is Appalachian trance metal made on unusual stringed instruments with his primary sonic influences as animals, wind, water, fire, electrical hum, and silence. Together, these two bend the sonic possibilities. He gets into how they met the project and so much more enjoy
1: thanks for taking a minute out to talk about the project absolutely so are you in Athens Georgia I am okay how why does that bring some kind of bell for me for REM or am I just off base
2: uh yeah REM um started here and uh and of course the B-52s started in the 70s here uh widespread panic is one of the other big ones and um and there's been you know at least at least a dozen other acts who have broken out internationally from from Athens.
1: felt like I was on to something. I felt like I was on Jeopardy and I had one minute and uh i i was I got the right answer so uh,
2: <laughs> cool.
1: You come from a very history rich uh music community, and uh, this project sounds very interesting and Before we get into this project, I want to know first and foremost what is your role? on this project and, and, and kind of just to give me a little bit of an expose before I delve into it.
2: Sure. Um, well, I am a collaborator with Francesca Remigi. And um, so we kind of brought our artistic energies together uh, in equal measure for this project. Um, and then additionally, I did the ma- uh, the mixing and the mastering of the album.
1: So before we get to this album, which is kind of a new dawn, a new horizon for a lot of artists because of COVID, I'm curious: how did you survive that two-year period, and how did it subsequently change you? Now that we're coming out, you got a new album, new opportunities. Yeah,
2: actually, I ask myself that question almost every day. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think we're we're all still putting the pieces back together in a way. But I think what sustained me in general through COVID was um, correspondence work with other musicians from around the world. So it was either audio or, um, or video making new friends, you know, new uh, friends through the internet. um, Some of whom like Francesca, I've had the chance to work with in person at this point. And um, yeah, I, I think, I think just keeping the artistic energy going when everything else was sort of falling apart. That, plus hiking, getting back into bicycling, definitely kept me going.
1: I'm a cyclist myself, so I get it, you know, to get out and yeah. feel the wind is always a good thing, for sure.
2: So, exactly, it's, it's, that's it, feeling the wind.
1: <laughs> yeah, right, well, and I find just listening to music and being in that position really just makes it all a little bit more cerebral, so um, mm-hmm. I uh, I enjoy it. So, talk to me a little bit about how you two hooked up. How did this usable union happen?
2: So, there was something called the Community Project, the Composers and Improvisers Community Project, and it was based out of Portugal, run by an Argentinian guitarist and composer named Javier Subitín. He basically wanted to do something to keep momentum going for artists during the pandemic, this was, uh, I, I first encountered the community project, let's say maybe around June of 2020. And um, he eventually got more than 100 musicians to participate, uh, maybe, maybe even closer to 200. So these were um, improvisers and composers from a variety of genres from all around the world you know, some of the music was more on the contemporary classical side of things. Some was more on the jazz and some on the sort of unclassifi- unclassifiable side. I contacted Javier and and just said, I would love to participate. And um, he he agreed <laughs> to my participation. And I ended up making about 10 or 11 videos for him. And then at least that number of audio duos with uh, collaborative partners from, from all over, sort of selected at random. Um, but I did put in, after hearing some some of Francesca's music through the community project, I did put in a request that I work with Francesca and Javier agreed. So I was able to um, to work on a piece that ended up on her album called The Human Web. The piece was called Trance and um, Francesca sent a chart uh, which had chord changes and, and a few melodic motifs. And, um, I sort of constructed a piece out of that. And then, um, and then she, she played drums, uh, you know, in, in accompaniment. And, uh, and it, there was a sort of magic that transcended the distance between us and, and also our, our different backgrounds. Um, you know, I'm, I'm nearly twice as old as she is and, um, you know, she, she grew up in Italy, and I'm from the States. But there was something just really magical about the combination. And um, and then on Francesca's suggestion, she said, you know, she could come to Athens. This was at a point where things were easing up a little bit with COVID. And uh, we got together in the studio uh, called The Glow here in Athens in March. And um, we had two full days in the studio, and we used every minute of it. Um kind of plumbing the depths of every possible um, sonic approach we could take um, with, with stringed instruments and percussion, um, acoustic and electronic percussion. Um, none of the music fits neatly into a genre, but there's certainly threads of our backgrounds and, and all the different styles that anybody would be familiar with. So I, I feel it's an engaging listen and, um, and a really special uh, musical relationship that we've developed.
1: So how did all of this begin for you? How did you get involved with music and how did it culminate? You know, obviously for our reasons here, we're a jazz show, but how did jazz and all of that become a voice curse?
2: Um I started playing guitar when I was 12 years old. And at the time, most of my exposure to music was through pop music. Um, you know, all the music of the 70s and, uh, and then uh, into the early 80s. And I loved all of that, but then I, I discovered heavy metal, which kind of took a front seat for a while, and um, and and then the related you know uh, cousins of heavy metal like punk and hardcore, and then little by little I started getting exposed to what I would now consider avant-garde jazz. Um, I uh, just chance encounters through broadcast television of all places, and um, and then proximity to New York City since I grew up in New Jersey. I learned about Sun Ra. I think Sun Ra was one of the first, you know, sort of unusual types of music to make a real impression on me. You know, by the time I got to college, that's when I started to really explore uh, more of the classic jazz uh, from the the fifties and, and, um, and sixties. And then even earlier, um, John Coltrane in particular was really pivotal for me. Um, you know, hearing giant steps for the first time, I was probably about 19 years old. It was just revelatory. I, I, um, I listened over and over and over and over to, uh, you know, to the, uh, the main tracks and the alternate tracks. (laughs) And, um, and then that eventually led to a love of, um, um, Alice Coltrane's music, you know, and and late period of John and Alice working together. And I ended up actually getting that quintet, uh, the, um, Rashid Ali, Jimmy Garrison, Pharoah Sanders, Alice and John Quintet tattooed on my leg.
1: (laughs) You know, the one thing that's very unique about the avant world I've noticed is that you almost get pigeonholed into a certain listener that listens to this. And I'm going to open this up a little bit. What if you open up the floodgates to more people that would pick up this particular album? What would you hope the listener would get from this? What do you ultimately hope they feel or or get from, from this to
2: heart. Oh wow. Uh well, I'm I'm deeply appreciative to anybody who who takes the time uh with it even even a few fleeting moments. Um I I hope that somebody would find that that the the energy and the the sort of um the good vibes and the the excitement of working together translates, you know, across um time and space, you know, through the medium of of digital streaming or CD. I think for a deeper listen, um, I'm, I'm really interested in, in the way that, uh, textures and timbres and rhythms sort of interact. Um, you know, a listener will probably notice a lot of the music is not beat oriented, you know, not, not, um, it's not strictly in metronomic time or, um, or readily countable time signatures and, and, um, you know those kind of traditional aspects of of rhythmic classification there's to me it's more of a, a dialogue um, it, it's a conversation between the percussion and the strings and the electronic adornment and um, and and I feel like there's a propulsion and a through line and a sort of dynamic um, uh, dynamicism I should say and that uh, that permeates The entire, the entire structure, whether we go from quiet moments to bombastic moments and everywhere in between. First and foremost, I'm, I'm a lover of music and I, I just, I enjoy hearing something unlike I've ever heard before. And that's always my goal, um, to not repeat myself when I make, uh, when I make a recording. And, and Francesca, um, definitely feels the same way.
1: If anybody wants to pick up Empowered Kind, learn more about you or Francesca, anything revolving this project or your respective worlds, where's the best place for people to go?
2: Right now, um, the Habitable Records Bandcamp has um, has Empowered uh, on pre-order, I believe. So there's one song available currently, and one song is available uh, for free streaming. The full album... And the, and the free streaming of the full album will come on December 2nd, which happens to be my 50th birthday.
1: <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, I just turned 50 on October 13th. So, yeah,
2: congratulations. Oh, happy birthday.
1: Yeah, thank you, man.
2: <laughs>
1: well, well, cool. Well, before you go, thank you for opening up. Thanks for taking time out. I'm looking forward to profiling on the show. I wanted to make sure you, you knew that first and foremost. I appreciate your time.
0: Thank you so much, Joe. Yeah. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in Italy, Athens, Georgia, Kansas City, Missouri, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that music and jazz. And thanks to Killick for his time, music, and cool. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domeno on either iTunes or Spotify. Visit NeonJazz at YouTube.com. And for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends.
1: Neon Jazz.